time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. This is the Retirement Roadmap. Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller. Glenn is the registered financial consultant and founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. I drive the bus. He answers the questions for us and helps us make sure we understand the the moves and the decisions that we're making in the financial world. And on today's podcast, we're talking about reaping rewards for financial sacrifice. Now, it can be difficult to make financial sacrifices when the reward for doing so might not be seen until several years in the future. So I want to talk about some of the situations, Glenn, where you know we might be inclined to take that immediate benefit, but you should really consider the delayed benefit. And first on the list for today's podcast is passing up a 401k match. Now, to some people, that seems ludicrous, but to more people than you might think, passing up a 401k match is a good option because they want more money in their pocket right now. And if you're putting money into a 401k, it means that you don't get that immediate benefit. But the implications of not taking advantage of an employer match, that's like passing up free money, Glenn. Well, you're exactly right, Walter. And and like you say, I mean, it, it's surprising that, um, I mean, a very, very large percentage of the population does just that. They pass on it. They think, well, I need the money now, and that's going to be way off in the future, and I, I need it more today. And and the reality is, is that obviously, you I mean, you need to take care of today, but you also need to take care of tomorrow. And and nobody's going to take care of tomorrow for you like you will. And, you know, when you have the opportunity to get matching funds, I mean, that's an opportunity. Like you say, it's like free money. I mean, they, it's extra benefit that your employer is willing to pay you. And, you know, you really got to take advantage of it. I always kind of liken it to it's like if you pass up on that, it's kind of like you're just reducing how much you're making, you know, in, in terms of your salary. You would never be in a situation to say, you know what, you know, I'm, I'm getting paid this amount per hour or this is my salary. And you wouldn't go to your to your employer and say, well, no, 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 no. I want you to pay me less. And that sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? But, you know, the reality is, is that that's exactly what you're doing when you're passing up on the 401k match. And so you really want to make sure you take advantage of that. Even if you don't put anything else in there, at least put in what you can to get the match. You'll have that for yourself and for your family, you know, for years to come and and really make sure you're taking advantage. If you don't, you're just shortchanging yourself. Yeah, it's important to remember that issue that a lot of people face. And uh, I've seen it happen before. People I know have you know, not taking advantage of this match. And it's like, what are you doing? You got to make that sacrifice. It's going to be much better for you in the long run. Give up a few dollars now so you can have a lot more later on. That's the best return you can get pretty much on any investment, 100% return if somebody's matching you dollar for dollar that way. So take advantage of it. Those opportunities aren't out there everywhere. Saving only in tax-deferred accounts now. So yes, take advantage of a 401k, but don't only invest in those kinds of accounts, Glenn. Why is that sometimes a bad move? Well, Walter, I mean, as we've we've talked about, uh, you know, in the past, obviously, when we start thinking about retirement, and we start thinking about what are the risks, one of the big ones is future taxation risk, right? And and future tax bracket risk. We have to think about the the fact that if we put money in pre-tax accounts, which is a good thing to do, I mean, you want to put some money there. And you know, you really want to do some analysis to figure out exactly, well, how much should you have in that account? But if you only put money there, you know, sometimes you see folks and they've, they've just piled it away, you know, for decades. You know, you look at where the balance is, is and, and a lot of times there isn't. Maybe they've saved, a, they've got a nice size nest egg 
JPEG. But, you know, if it's all pre-tax dollars now, now we've got a little bit of a challenge in terms of, well, how are we going to get this money out? All right. And, and, and how are we going to be efficient as we try to take it out? And if you have the opportunity of, you know, either Roth IRAs or Roth 401ks, it's, it's something that you want to, you know, consider. But again, you don't want to just randomly say, well, I'm going to put this much in this type of account and this much in that type of an account. You really want to be planning out and, and thinking in, in the future and, and asking yourself, well, when are you planning to retire? You know, what resources will you have? You know, what are you single? Or are you married? Or is there going to be one Social Security check or two? Is there going to be a pension? Maybe there's going to be two pensions. So all of those things are going to play into the taxation in retirement. And that's really what we're talking about when we're when we're thinking about putting money into pre-tax or future tax-free. I, as we think about Roth, we want to know what is our tax bite going to be on, on the monies that we take out. And we want to really manage it in such a way that we can maximize, you know, the way the tax code is. We want to take advantage advantage of our deductions and exemptions, but we don't really want to pay extra taxes that are not necessary. And some strategic planning is really necessary in order to maximize you know, what your options are. So that's another area where we see sacrifice paying off in a big way down the line. So oh, it's great to get the, the discount this year, but what about future years? Uh, what about not having to uh, potentially withdraw that money at a higher rate down the line? That could be a huge benefit of sacrificing that immediate benefit. So again, to recap, passing up on a 401k match is often a uh, reward for financial sacrifice that people regret not having taken. Same with saving only into tax-deferred accounts. Another area where people decide to do this, we kind of listed this at a few podcasts ago, Glenn, in some of our big mistakes where people maybe cash out of a retirement plan or withdraw from a retirement plan. And again, that gives them that immediate benefit of money in the pocket, but the financial sacrifice of leaving that money in the account to grow is usually going to be a much better idea. Oh, well, you're right, Walter. I mean, you see it from time to time. You know, I mean, we, you know, we're getting ready to go into tax season in the next couple of months. I've, I've seen it, you know, time and again, you know, where, where folks will come in, you know, maybe this is their, their first year as a tax client, you know, and, you, you know, you're reviewing the tax return with them. And then you go to that on the first page, it shows the distribution. And then it's going to be added into your adjusted gross income and, and then ultimately work its way to the taxable income. But then there's a line on, on the second page of the tax return that shows, you know, where that penalty is. And, you know, and if you're taking that money out of that retirement account before 59 and a half, you know, you've got this 10% penalty that's on top of the tax. And, you know, folks, you know, a lot of times they say, well, I, you know, I just didn't really realize that was going to happen, or I really needed the money for this, or I needed the money for that. And, and I always encourage folks, it's like, you know, I understand you need money and, you know, everybody needs to be able to take care of the things that they need to take care of. But let's be strategic about what you do and how you do it, because these pre-tax accounts, I always like to kind of use this term that they're tax infested. They're infested with taxes and penalties. And and it's you really got to make sure that you're dotting your I's and crossing your T's and following the rules, because these qualified plans or these 401ks and IRAs, they have lots of rules about how you can take the money out. It's relatively easy to put money into them, but it's much harder to take it out and, and make sure that you're being efficient with it. I always encourage folks, if you're going to take money out, let's take it out when and if it makes sense. But if it doesn't, let's look for the money in other places. Important to remember to do that. Absolutely, Glenn. And Thanks for bringing some of those points up. I want to throw another one into the mix here, kind of in a different direction. It has to do with Social Security. And this is a really tough one because, you know, we've been putting money into Social Security for years and years and years, Glenn. We get to 62 years old 
And hey, we can get our hands back on that money that we put away for all those years. So why not claim Social Security at age 62? Seems to make sense, but a lot of people, before they make that decision, don't kind of do the math and don't consider the implications of, well, what if we delay that satisfaction a little bit? What if we sacrifice taking that money now and push it off for a couple more years, what kind of financial impact will that have? And although it's not an incredible amount of money in difference, for some people it will make a lifestyle difference in you know how much money they're able to have on a monthly basis if they put off that delayed benefit just a little bit. Well, you're exactly right, Walter. And folks will often ask, they say, well, you know, when is the best time to take Social Security? And you know, I always have to answer, well, with uh, it depends. Right. I mean, there's not a really one size fits all answer. You know, there are going to be times when taking it early might make some sense. And, and this that's particularly like if there's a married couple. Right. And, you know, when one person delays and one person takes it early, sometimes that can make sense. Sometimes it makes sense for both people to delay. And it also depends upon how long you're planning on working and so forth. You know, it also depends on, upon, you know, your other resources that you're going to draw from from retirement. But what we do know is, is that if you take it as early as 62, you know, if your full retirement age is age 66 and you and you turn on your Social Security at 62, you're going to take 75 percent of what you would have received had you waited in terms of the monthly benefit. And you look at the, the dollars and cents and, you know, it's several hundred dollars, you know, sometimes four or five hundred dollars a month difference. And, you know, you might think, well, you know, it, it's going to take me all these years to catch up and I'm going to be getting money now early. The math is the math. And it's sometimes, you know, you have to think in terms of, well, what is the long term implications? You also have to ask the questions. Are you going to continue to work? Because there are rules around taking Social Security. And if you keep working and you've taken Social Security before you've reached your full retirement age, then Social Security might end up, you know, holding some of that money back if you go over what's called the earnings threshold. So I always encourage everybody, you know, whether it's Social Security or any of the other things that we talk about, we want to be strategic. We don't want to make decisions without having all of the facts. We need to find out what the critical facts are so that we can make wise decisions. A lot of times folks make decisions and they, they think, well, I'm just going to do this because I think that. I mean, nobody would do that. You know, if you had everybody who's ever worked in a job, there are certain specific protocols that you go through and you and you have to go through certain criteria and this has to happen and then that has to happen and then you can take this action and there should be that type of process that's involved if you're taking money out of an account or if you're deciding whether or not to turn on social security or not it's critical to know those things and and most people are not going to know those things because it's simply not where they've spent you know a lot of a lot of time studying and working on it but that's where it comes into really a big benefit of being able to sit down with somebody who that's what they do, you know, and, and that's what we do here is we look at and, and evaluate what is your situation. We do analysis on whether or not it's the right time to take Social Security and when or when to start taking money out of this account or another. It's critical, folks, that you've got to make sure that you have a, a process in place that helps you make wise decisions. And that's by uncovering the critical facts in order to be able to make those decisions. You bring up a great point there, talking about kind of what you do for people, how you help them plan. And it's also one of the other ways, and this is a little bit maybe in the abstract, but it makes sense, I think, uh, when you look at it the right way. We're talking about reaping rewards for you know making sacrifices in your financial life. And if you're working with the wrong advisor, 
maybe you, you and the advisor are just not fits anymore for one another. Maybe they specialized in something else, but not retirement. That's just kind of one example where we see this. And so you're working with the wrong advisor, but it's easier, Glenn, to just stay with that advisor rather than going and finding a new one. Well, that's kind of like going for the immediate satisfaction rather than the delayed gratification of, you know, going ahead and putting in the due diligence to find a new advisor to work with, somebody that's more in the wheelhouse of your phase of life. Am I off base on that thinking or does that fit into this category as well? No, Walter. I mean, you're, you know, you're right on. I mean, it, it makes sense. So you, I always make the analogy of, of this, if you're, you know, when you're a child, right, and you, and you go to the doctor, you know, you're going to go to the pediatrician. But then as you get older, you're going to go to a different doctor because, you know, the pediatrician is not really the doctor for you any longer. You're at a different phase of life. As we all age, you know, we end up going to see, you know, this doctor and that doctor. And as you get into your 60s and beyond, you know, you're going through different phases of life. And, you know, like I say, I mean, you're, you're not going to the same doctor because you have different set of issues and a different set of things that are important in terms of taking care of your health. And it's very similar in your financial life. You know, if you're if you're in the accumulation years, you know, you want to be thinking in terms of, hey, I'm trying to grow this nest egg as much as I possibly can. But then as you transition to the preservation years and the distribution years, you know, you've got different strategies that need to come into play. You know, you can't take on the same kind of volatility that you could before because you're actually going to be taking money out. You know, I mean, I, I liken it to the fact that, I mean, most people are saving into these into these accounts because they're growth type of accounts. And that's a good thing when you're in the accumulation years. But then as you transition, most people are saving that money not to be a long-term investor, but the reason that they're saving that money is to create their own personal pension in the end. And so when you make that transition to when you're into the preservation and, and then distribution, you know maybe a few years just before you're retiring or right when you retire or when you're in retirement, that money has got to be dealt with a little bit differently with different strategies and different thought and plans. And so you want to be working with somebody who specializes in those years and that type of planning or else, you know, you're going to be in retirement with a strategy that was built for a different phase of life. And that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. You want to make sure that you're doing the right things at the right times. Well, if you'd like to talk to Glenn Mosseller maybe about your financial situation, are you working with an advisor who is the right fit for you? Or were you planning to grab Social Security as soon as it's available at age 62? Glenn can show you a demonstration, run the numbers for you, and show what the benefit would look like if you delay that decision a little bit. If you sacrifice a little bit now, you know, how much will you benefit in the future? Sometimes in other phases of life, we have to make sacrifices and we don't know if, if we're going to benefit Glenn in the future. This is one of those situations where you can kind of exactly know what your benefit's going to look like by taking the sacrifice now. It's the same thing with cashing out of a retirement plan and saving in only tax-deferred accounts. We can kind of measure some of these things and know the benefit that will be waiting for us down the line. And you can't say that in a lot of other phases of life. So it's nice to be able to at least have that leg up when we have these kinds of conversations. So if you'd like to get in touch with Glenn Mosseller, here's how. You can pick up the phone and call 336-291-3535. That's 336 336- 
291-3535. You can also visit them online at greensbororetirement.com. That's greensbororetirement.com. Click on free consultation at the bottom of the page after you've checked out Glenn a little bit, maybe listen to some past episodes of the Retirement Roadmap there on the website and uh, found out some more information about the team. Then you can schedule a time to meet, click on free consultation at the bottom of the page and set up a time to come in and have a conversation about your plan. And this is a good time to do that with the new year. And you can really start diving into, you know, making sure that you're set up properly, not only for this year, but beyond that as well. GreensboroRetirement.com or 336-291-3535 is your number to call. This has been the Retirement Roadmap Podcast, and we'll talk to you again next week.